77 to Ron Lee show, fellas. What's good? What up? What's up? Ain't shit, ain't shit, man. We back. Another installment. We got a uh, continued special treat for y'all from last week. You know, we started out with a couple questions, um, or more than a couple. <laughs> and uh, we have more than a couple uh, to finish here. But before we get into that, man, just want a couple housekeeping uh, items, little things that's going on in the world, man. We'll get into a little bit of music. Um, first off, let's get on to uh, this J. Cole. Hey man, listen. I don't got too much to add to J Cole. I will say, I will say, I did listen to the so-called diss. You know what I mean? Him talking about um, uh, Drake and Wale and blah blah blah. Kanye. Um, I did hear that. That's apparently not even on the, the bio work that he put out. But um, for those of you who don't know, I feel like J Cole is a fucking snooze fest. Like I, I really don't like. I, I listen to him and I'm like, yo, he can rap. But outside of the first album, I think the first album I listened to it. And it was at least four or five times I listened through it before I got bored. But then the second one, I think I remember hitting Rich up, no homo. I hit him up. I was like, fam, I just listened to this nigga in the shower, and I, I, I was bored. Like, I just was bored. Like, I, just didn't, I couldn't even, like, place it and blah, blah. But that's how I feel about J. Cole. So this one I didn't even download, man. What y'all thinking, man? Yeah, for me, it was it was different because, I mean, I'm not a... With J. Cole, I feel similar to how you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he kind of bores me. It's nothing outstanding about him, but right. you know the nigga can rap. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. it's just like that, like, with him. But what I will say is that his previous joints, I've always gone back and appreciated the music more, like, later. Right. Like, after the, you know, died down, whatever, and I just had some time. I wasn't had nothing on the, you know, to listen to. Right. So I threw him in, and I'm like, yo, this shit's really good. You know what I'm saying? So this joint, I really... I was waiting for it. Like, I heard it drop. I got title. I was like, fuck it. Let's go. So, listened to it on my hour-long drive in the morning to work and was like, yo, this joint is actually all right. You know what I'm saying? I listened to it all day. And I was like, this joint is all right. Mm-hmm. I listened to it on the way back home and over the weekend. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of see what everybody's saying. Shit is kind of boring. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I don't know. I mean, look, that's just how I feel. I about give you kudos to, to giving it a shot, man, because I I wrote them off, man. I, like I said, I, I just you can't find the J Cole album on my on my play on my uh, phone. Like I still have it in my iTunes on the computer, but I, I don't go back there. But like, so I can't even go back and say like, yeah, this is dope or whatever. But yeah, that's how I feel. Man. And real quick before Rich go in, like yo, know, like is he talking? Uh, is he talking about Drake or is he talking about Kanye? Because everybody's saying it's Kanye. I feel like it's more yay than but, Drake. There's only one line that really could be about Drake, but I feel like the majority of, of what he was talking about was about yay. The funny thing is, though, like, and I'm not saying that this didn't happen, but most people, when they hear a song, they feel like the the artist recorded it, like, a week before. Right. You know what I mean? Like, he shot a video for this, like, and sure, he could have shot a video a week before as well, but... I don't think that was it. Like, I don't... The timing of it compared to when Kanye went crazy. Right. I really do feel like J. Cole wrote this shit months ago and it just so happened to apply. Right. But, I mean, it's the second verse is clearly about Wale and Wale responded and they, like, they pieced it up or whatever. Like, it wasn't even a beat. Like, one thing about it, I disagree with J. Cole's in, in the song saying that, like, um... Uh, he's putting out shit nobody wants to hear it. Like yeah, I feel like I probably was the shit. He I, I, did say that. Yeah, like I yeah. feel like Kanye. That's why I was confused. I was like, he must <laughs> be talking about Drake, but it sounded like Kanye. Like, cause 
Yeah, because people writing your raps, everybody knew Kanye's rap been right. written for a while, and then your, your album sound like that's shit. Why, that's, that's, what I thought, that's the thought, like you said, could definitely apply it to Kanye, but nobody talks about Kanye, but I thought it was Drake because it was timely, you know what I mean? But who knows, man, but... Regardless, when he, when he made that line, I thought I thought the line about because um, I mean he, he was obviously talking about him breaking down all that whatever. So I thought it was Kanye, and he was like, "You putting out trash, and it's our fault because y'all buying it, blah, blah blah, and it's not really good." I was just like, "I I hear how you feel, but I don't feel that way. I feel like a lot of people want the old Kanye, so it I like the Pablo with the shit. Talk to him, man. Real talk, everything, and I even got a a mild appreciation for Jesus, but everything else has been tight, dog. Like, I, I, I don't know. Listen, as Bio works, man, I fucked with him. I was just listening to, as I was talking to Rich, I was going through my uh, Life of Pablo um, recently, so I fucked with him. Man, I listened like four songs off but that, so. So, so more, no, before we get into more important <laughs> artists, let's talk about, um... You even let Rich go with that. Oh, my bad. No, <laughs> it, is, it is with J. Cole, like, I, I started out a bigger fan of J. Cole than Sing, and, and probably Kev, based on what he said, and as the years going by, like, he's definitely got that stigma of being born, and, like, if you hear it enough, you start to believe it, so, like, I've kind of fallen into that category, like... He's he's like above average, like he's like, but he never makes something that I'm really like clinging on. I could definitely, I have his music on my phone. I definitely could make a best of and songs that I really appreciated over the years. But I, I don't, I don't find myself wanting to go back to his music. Like it's not really catchy enough. When I first heard this album, I actually was disappointed at first, and the more I listen to it now, I kind of like it a little bit more. Like I can respect it. But nah, it's not gonna be the first thing I go to when when I go to my iTunes. So respect to him, like he seemed like a good dude. But and yo, his fans love him. He's he's projected to do a half a million. It's 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 almost funny to watch how how much people love this dude. It's just like oh, you gotta be a, a on a different type of level to understand his music. It's like nah, man, he ain't Lupe Fiasco. Like his bars ain't going over my head. Like his shit is very straightforward. I understand all his double entendres. Like it ain't it ain't that deep. And, and he's got be, some pretty uh, whack lines if, if we really like analyze some of the shit he has said. And truth be told, just a comment what you just said. Um, I like Lupe's projects way better than I like. Uh, yeah, Lupe <laughs> hasn't been shit for years. Cool. But, but either way, so. I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to Cole, man. I'm glad he's living his life and living his dream. But, uh, yeah, I won't be listening to this for too much longer. Yeah, man. Uh, a couple other notable projects. Um, I'm going to leave my, my, my favorite one to the to the end. But just want to uh, y'all get to that Lloyd yet. Yeah. That's probably the, my favorite joint that I listen to. Fam. Did you listen to it? It's not on title yet. Got to wait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah. Lloyd got a new EP out, man. And it's funny because apparently um, the title track, True, is... is Getting spins on radio, but I'm listening to radio, so I didn't know that. Yeah, but um, that joint is tough, and the the pro- like I always like Lloyd, uh, and yeah. it's funny because it made me go back and um put some old shit back on my phone. But yeah, now nah, I fuck with Lloyd. It's a good album. It's out. That's my guy. Um, more importantly, the Dream dropped the project. Yeah, for those who don't know, uh, the Dream, Tyrius Nash, whatever you want to <laughs> call him, you know what I mean, Radio Killer. I, like we we fans of him. The funny, funny story, we probably talked about this for uh, before another podcast, but but it's worth telling again. Go right, ahead. so so Rich was telling me about this on his on his uh, debut album. Rich was telling me about the dream for months. I'm talking about months. Like this is this is way back in the days where we would still put stuff on CDs. 
All right, so he's telling me about the dream, telling me about the dream, and I'm like, whatever. Uh, what was it? Stories of Ten was yeah, this the one. Stories of Ten, yeah. I didn't like the joint. Like, I, I was like, I don't like the way his voice sounds. I just, I'm very biased. Y'all know, like, I'll discredit people for their name, for their, the way they sound, first time. Like, I just, I'm weird, right? So I just wasn't fucking with it. Fast forward to like three, four months later, Rich said, "Nah, son, you gotta listen to this." Threw the CD in my car, literally. Threw it in the passenger side, and um. I don't know what I was doing, but I don't know. I was a extended period of time in the car one time, and I threw that shit in. I ain't never looked back. I've been a bigger fan than, than, than Rich, arguably, <laughs> si- much, since yeah. the uh, inception. With that being said, his last couple projects haven't hit me as as um, as um hard as they have, but I thought he came back with this little EP. I mean, it's only five songs, and uh, I'm feeling it. Kev, what you thinking? Listen, man. Like, I... I'm not a big as a big dream supporter as you fellas, but you know, like, yeah, this shit it does what it needs to do. Like, listening, I've been listening to that more than I listen to J Cole shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's only five joints, so you gotta keep playing. That's not me from Marvel Review, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like, like yo, like this joint, like yo, man, Ariana's joint, like it's a couple joints on there. He's talking that shit, yo, like for real. Like now, I I just appreciate because usually. Almost, except for that one joint where he did like classic, he he did some classic shit. So sure, that, like, shit yeah, that shit was fire. That I am Sam garbage. But anyway, oh, man. <laughs> yo, but you know, what I, mean? I was I still listen to that joint. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't get with it, but yeah. and I usually like that old type type shit, whatever. Man, but, I be know, having it, man. Yeah. Listen, right on, yeah. Rich. That's just, it's it's funny, man. I'm gonna come from a different angle, right? Like, look, I love the dream. Like Sing said, I put him onto the dream. His first album is a modern day R&B <laughs> classic, as far as I'm confused, uh, concerned. Fight me if you want to, don't at me, whatever. It's uh, no debate, right? But the, he set the bar so high. Like I normally come out the gate hating all his shit at first, right. and then coming around to it. I like it. I need to listen to it more. Mm-hmm. He's that nigga. Like this. Like I know I'm going to come around with like the Rihanna flex, like you mentioned. That's my shit. And uh, Kyle Zayz does uh, uh, stand out to me yeah. off, off memory, but I haven't given it enough time. Like I said earlier, like Deloitte was probably my, my the the thing that hit me most immediately, like most urgently. Like I like that one more than um, everything else I listened to this weekend. But Dream is that nigga, man. He ain't gonna get no arguments from me. So real talk, and he's actually up with the uh, for a Grammy nod with his, with his contribution on uh, Life of Pablo for um, uh, what's that title? What's the, what's the track? Um, the one with um, Chance on there. Oh, uh, Ultra Light Beam. Ultra Light Beam, yeah. So, shout out to the Dream, man. Yeah. I fuck so. Shout out. But, um, with that said, no further ado, we're going to jump right into these uh, these questions. Like we told y'all, it was it was a lot of questions. We had to break it down into some pieces. So, um, Rich, whenever you're ready, man, we're going to jump into these these uh, relationship-type questions. Yeah, man. So, yeah, like you just said, it's uh, basically all about relationships. So, we're just going to jump right in. The first question is actually a good one, and I really don't know my answer, but we'll see. <laughs> Uh, when was your first heartbreak and what did you learn? Mm, right, listen, y'all can start with me. Listen, let me tell you. Oh, right, oh, he got it mapped out. Let me tell you. I was 15 years old. And yeah, I'm saying a government named Tanika motherfucking Joyce. Woo! I remember her. Listen, Hope you listening. Listen. Or maybe not. The reason why we broke up was over the dumbest shit ever, y'all. Like, for real. Like, we was arguing one weekend and... I had just came off of watching fucking New Jack City and motherfucking <laughs> Nino Brown was there, you know. Cancel that bitch. Like, fucking cancel that bitch, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I was just talking to the fellas and her cousin happened to be there and said, I call, and went back and told her I called her a bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, she broke up with me, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? 
So once really? I really, yeah, yeah, yeah. So once I realized that the breakup was official, yo, I don't even understand what it did to me. Yo, that was my first love, you know what I'm saying? Like and my first real heartbreak. So like, yo, I laid up in the bed crying like a bitch, you know what I'm saying? Like oh. like the feeling of it, the feeling of it felt like something that I never want to feel ever again in life, you know what I'm saying? So it was just like and I'm and I'm literally crying out for my mommy because like, you know what I'm saying? Cuz I was like, "Mommy, why does it feel like this?" You know what I'm saying? Remember like, this like, story. Like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this is way back in episode 1, but that's what I'm saying. Like so this shit, like what I learned from this shit was to never ever 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 give any chick my heart that way ever because when you're 15 it's easy to just let it go you don't know no difference you right, know what I'm right. saying so like that was my first shit and that was my but the last shit where I felt like yeah, I wasn't in control of my feelings you know what I'm saying now I'm in love now but it's different you know what I'm saying like I'm not no one has complete control over it all through my life and I probably went through a phase of just like treating chicks like shit because of it you know what I'm saying right. like because I wasn't gonna let anybody get that fucking close so what I learned was yo like like motherfuckers humans are Humans ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's essentially what I learned. So it was just like, yo, like, like for the reason for us to break up and for me not to be able to get back over some bullshit, it was a mistake. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, I learned to forgive people off of my own mistakes. But at the same time, yo, like, I couldn't trust nobody with my motherfucking heart. So, like, as a man, it was, like, ten times worse because, like, yo, we we the less emotional ones anyway, supposedly, even though a lot of us is out here, you know. <laughs> anyway, but, yeah. So, like, for me, that's what it was. Never, never, never give nobody my heart like that again. And, like, it just made me cold. So, like, that's, that was it. That was it for me. And, and just for my record, so what was the actual question? It was when was your first heartbreak? Yeah, when was your when first heartbreak and what did you learn? All right, all. Um, so I guess the learn part, I will co-sign Kevin, like, you know what I mean? Like, you just don't want to be that vulnerable again, you know what I mean? Like, you may not be able to help it, but if you can, you don't want to be that vulnerable again. So I think that was, that was the lesson. However, so my first, my first heartbreak, and this is weird, this is funny because it's definitely not the first person that I felt like I loved, but that person, we had breakup, a couple breaks up, breakups or whatever, but it happened at a time where we were long distance anyway. I was in school. And I just had a lot of shit going on. Like, those shits never hit home like I felt like they should have. You know what I mean? It wasn't until after school that I got into another relationship that was, um, uh, I don't know, like on TV, they say it was a whirlwind. It just came in, you know what I mean? <laughs> we had a good eight months. We was riding strong. Everything was great. I mean, I never forget this, though. I, I never forget, yo. This, it's funny. Luckily, the fucking coldness in my heart only let me be down for a week. But uh, it was probably like four or five days that, yo, that, that shit that Kevin was talking about, like, I fucking lost. I remember Rich was like, Rich ain't know what to tell him. I'm sitting there telling this nigga, dog, like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. I remember I skipped my Thanksgiving dinner that year. He definitely turned the phone off. I think that's what it's been. I actually called my man to check on him, man. The phone went straight to voicemail, nigga, man. Nigga, I was, yeah, don't, don't, don't holler at me. I was up in my room for, uh. You don't want to give a government now. Nah, we're not doing that. <laughs> no time for that. We're not doing that. We moved on. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so that, I would say that was my first, that was my first time. And then it was like, yeah, nah, like, fuck it. Like, I probably, like you said, like, for... Like, even whether it was unintentional or not, like, yeah, I probably definitely was, like, ruining chicks for the next whatever, you know what I mean? Like, even if I was being serious with them, like, yeah, they had no business being serious with these things at that time, like. <laughs> that's, uh, that's hilarious. Like, um, yeah, I don't think I got a story as great as, as those stories, but, I mean, I'll say the one heartbreak, and it came a little bit later in life, kind of like what Singh was saying, I was probably in my early 20s, but, like, I really fell for somebody, and... 
she basically did me dirty. Like, it was a dirty situation to begin with, like, as far as, like, how everything all got started. But then it got to a point where, like, I thought we was in a good space, and I definitely got played. And I'm not going to get into any greater detail. But, uh, <laughs> but I def- you definitely learn, like, heartbreak is good. So don't even have them as early enough, because you, you learn to just, like, get that guard up, get it out the way. Like, because some days, like, you, like, young dudes, they go through it. They go crazy. They lose their mind behind that shit. And some dudes really take it, like, violent. Like, they go crazy. Like, so luckily, we all had our bearings behind us and was able to, to proceed. So... Yeah, I mean, you learn to just. I was in my Martin shit. Beaming, yeah. beaming. <laughs> Had to snap out of it because yeah, I, I I felt myself like, what? what the fuck is this? Exactly, man. It's definitely not a good feeling, man. Looking at your phone, making sure your phone works, and you know, shit ain't ringing. You feel like, man, what the fuck's going on? You think it's you? But uh, anyway, uh, next question. Talking <laughs> memory lane and shit. Right. How do you think being on a podcast affects your current or potential relationships? I, I like to take the first stab at this because. The funny shit is, is that I thought that it didn't have an effect at all, right? <laughs> I thought, you know what I mean, like, people understanding and understand, like, and take the the, the, the the entertainment factor, the job factor, this is something I'm pursuing factor and be whatever, but I've learned that whether it's a casual listener or somebody who actually cares about me, like, People take the shit I say pretty serious. You know what I mean? Like, I think that is, I've been thinking that there's a level of um, entertainment behind what I say and I take it to a next level. Like, yeah. especially with my examples, I give like these crazy ass examples, but like, people take what I say like so literal. And the funny thing is, is like, when I listen to Charlemagne, the only thing I can come up with is that the fact that we're not on a big scale. People don't really give us the credence. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're not, they, nah, he can't be entertainment value. He's not an entertainer. He's just a regular person. He's, he can't be. He can't be any extra. Blah blah. Like, no, this is him. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, like, cause like Charlamagne says some shit, and even if he means it, you don't pay too much credence to it. You don't pay too much whatever, too much thought about blah blah blah. But like, these things says some shit, and it's like it's law. Like <laughs> that. That's it. It's no wiggle room. It's no this and that. Blah blah. You know what I mean? And I thought that. I mean, luckily, most people who, well, anybody who I care about. They know me too. They know me, so like, they they um they may not react on it, but like I feel like in the back of the head they're like, hold up, this nigga said this. Like I I watch what I say because he he really about to leave me because my toes ain't painted. You know what I mean or some shit like that. Like, I think they, they it's very possible. I believe like they, like the shit that I say is just like really you know what I mean. And I do say some some I'm a ridiculous one, so I say some wild shit sometimes. But so yeah, I actually think that it does affect. You know what I mean? I feel like it can. And if you want to talk about a potential relationship and they listen to this and that was their first thought of me absolutely I feel like you know what I mean? they probably be like nah this nigga judgmental he's too straight he wanted his woman to be a nun he ain't going to blah blah so like they probably wouldn't even be on it you know what I mean so um yeah that's how I would categorize yeah man this this thing does fuck with your relationships but I don't, <laughs> I don't let it because before I started this shit I said I told him that yo like this shit if you if it's gonna hurt your feelings in any type of way, don't listen to it. That's all I can tell you. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like I appreciate the support if you wanna listen, but listen to it with a, a grain as a grain of salt. You know what right. I'm saying? Because some shit on there is just entertainment. Like, yeah, like 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 the stories are true and everything like that, but the bottom line is like, yo, it's for entertainment value. We just right. having fun and we just whatever, letting it out. You know right. what I'm saying? So like if you wanna get serious about some shit that happened way back when, or even if I introduce you into a story, like like it ain't that deep. You know what I'm saying? So like podcast life is not real life, is how I try <laughs> to treat it. You know what I'm saying? But unfortunately the lines get blurred and you know what I'm saying, and like there's always argument over something. It came to the point where this weekend I almost got into an argument over the shit. Well actually it wasn't 
wasn't arguing because we didn't talk for a full day and it wasn't even my doing and nothing even happened. You about, the pod? about the pie right. because because that one point last week when I came to the point where I was about to say something because we were talking about how like yeah that one time when the, and the chicken and the I was like hey hey whatever y'all y'all inflections because we having a good time made it seem like it was worse than what it was about to be. Right. So the questions came about that and I was just like <laughs> I answered it one day and then the next day it was just like all right you know what I'm saying we still talking about this right. you know what I'm saying and then like. Off a text, then you come home, and then we still talking about this. I'm like, listen, let it go. Like, right. we're not going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Don't think that the questions ain't come about. Um, so, so you're you're really into uh, strip clubs? <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, Rich. Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> uh, yeah, absolutely. It affects uh, the relationships, and it affected my last one. And uh, I won't let my current listen to shit right now. So. <laughs> but no, I just feel like it's motherfucking like um, a court stenographer. Is that what they call? Right. Like you come home after they listen to the pod, <laughs> you go to the tape. Yeah. So at the at the thirty. Uh, 30 minute mark you said <laughs> I feel like Bill Duke in the Minister Society joint was like you know you done fucked up right, right. Yeah. no but I try to approach it like Kev so like yo man this is or even saying this is entertainment like it's not really like what I'm trying to portray I'm not trying to be out here disrespecting you but I get it if the questions come with it but I don't need anything serious to come from right. like yo we're, we're not about to break up over my podcast like Right. We need to get that straight. So, but then it's always like, well, what if I did? Well, what if, hey, then you know, then do one. Like, I mean, we'll, exactly. just, we'll figure it out. That's that point. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> next question: How do you stay in love? I feel like we talked about this enough, but we'll. I'll address. I'll start. I mean, you just do the shit that that got the person that you got. Like, try to be spontaneous. Try to be fun. Try to keep them in mind. Try to do the things that you guys like to do together. Like just, you know, it's, it's easy to get in a rut. It's easy to let life get in the way, but you know, you got to have those moments, take time for your significant other to show them that you care, show that appreciation. So I just try to do the things that, that I like to do and know that she likes to do. And, and just keep it going from there. Knowing that you can't really make a woman happy. I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> but, uh, I do the best I can. Damn it, right. Yeah. And honestly, like me being in the longest relationship here at this table, like for real, I mean, being in love part is not the hard part. You know what I'm saying? Keeping the excitement going and everything is probably the hardest part. Because after fucking years on the job, because that's what it starts feeling like. You know what I'm saying? It starts feeling like a job. Because, because like you said, like, it's hard keeping a woman, you know, happy. Because they're never happy about anything. You know what I'm saying? And I deal with a Gemini. So that motherfucker, like... Every other day, I might get a different person. You know what I'm saying? She could walk in a different room and come back and see somebody else. You know what I'm saying? So, like, like it's just different trying to keep that happy. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's like, yo, like, sometimes you come to a point where you feel like, yo, like, I don't even feel like fucking trying right now. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's like ebbs and flows. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like, the love is always real, but maintaining the excitement and everything sometimes it's just like yo well you gotta really dig deep and be like yo even though this motherfucker's on my nerve or i'm on that motherfucker's nerve like yo you gotta dig so deep and figure out you know what i'm saying how to get out of that rut and just maintain because if you know you ain't going nowhere then fuck it you just gotta figure it out so i don't really have an answer about how to stay in love because i think that part just comes naturally it's like that's how you feel like if you in love you in love you know what i'm saying if the feelings might die down you ain't all you know you ain't got butterflies no more you know what i'm saying you know giggly every time they come in the motherfucking room but you know what i'm saying like the love is always going to be there if it's there once that shit goes away then you know you know you need to move on and most people do so yeah my my personal take on it is commitment right and when i say commitment i mean i don't mean 
commitment to your partner, which that goes without saying. I mean, a commit with a commitment within yourself to commit to that relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So like, I feel like I mean, speaking from my point of view and from a guy's point of view, I know that, and this goes from younger days up until this day. Like, if you have in your mind that for whatever reason I could walk out of this shit, then you're going to come up with a reason to walk out of this shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if you if you commit to yourself that no matter what happens outside of whatever your your one two absolute deal breakers are if it doesn't hit that you're you're committed to this shit yeah. then then it it makes it i don't know if it makes sense but it makes it easier for you to to deal with anything that comes in there you know what I mean? cuz like i know for a fact that i'm staying in this relationship i want to be here and it's and it's you know what i mean like so you're not letting your focus go elsewhere you know what i mean cuz i know like especially like in my younger days i was mid 20s blah blah whatever like I would always have like like I never I don't like I said I don't believe in platonic friends but you always keep that that option open because like y'all I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen yeah but like real shit like to keep that love like you gotta seal all options like you know what I mean like you gotta seal all no those distractions right you can't have <laughs> the distractions you gotta seal all those options and and the thought is is that yo I'm committed to making this work now. If for some reason it doesn't work, all right, go out and re-get re- 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 those options. I don't know how to say the word, but rekindle those options or yeah. get new options or whatever. But while you're in the relationship, you got to commit yourself to it. You know what I mean? Like, so whatever it is that I enjoy about this person, I got to exploit that. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I feel like that's the key. Like, because I don't feel like as a man, you can't tread that line. Like, you may know, like, you hear people say, like, yo, this is the one, she got all the qualities, blah, blah. But um, just not ready right now. I'll get there when I get there. And I feel like a lot of times because like they just tone that line like uh, they telling you what you want to hear. But like nah, they're not all the way sure. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and and it's like if you get in your mind that nah, I'm here. Like no, I am here. You know what I mean? Like I know I'm, I, it sounds so simple. I'm being repetitive, but like real shit. Like in your mindset, knowing I'm here, that the dumb shit doesn't make me want to be like yo, nah, I'm out. I could be out the next day. You know what I mean? Like. Then you, then you can stay there. Uh, it reminds me of a story I heard. I, it was I think Kanye West told the story. He was talking about his boy who's married, or this was years ago before he lost his mind and started meeting with Donald Trump. But um, <laughs> he was like his his boy was married, and he was like, "I just go home, man. Yep. I just go home. Just go. Just get away from all the. Just go the fuck home, man. Yep. Just get away from the riffraff. Don't be out late. Ain't nothing open late, but uh, legs in hospitals, man. Just go home, man. Yep. Don't get in trouble. So sidetrack, real shit. Shout out to my boy Rupp, man. We joke Rupp, man, for uh, uprooting his life for his lady, man, just moving out the VA and out in the sticks. And, and like, real shit, we joke, like, nah, that's what you got to do. Like, yo, you want to get married, take your chick and, and go out in the suburbs where you don't know nobody, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> you need to get away. <laughs> it all just, up. just go and enjoy your family, man. Hit, hit the gym and play with your kids. <laughs> He's a better man for it, man. He's right. an example for all of us, man. All right, next question. Rejection, who handles it better, men or women? Mm-hmm. I, I think so. I think uh, initial re- rejection. I think men handle it better. One because we are conditioned to to play a numbers game. Like you know that there's a possibility. Of, I mean, I understand we're some cocky people. We but you understand that if I'm if I'm just randomly talking to people, you know what I mean. Like I'm probably gonna have to get through some no's to get to a yeah. couple yeses, just because of whatever reason. You know what I mean. And women don't do that. So. If they do do it and take it and, and get that no, I think they probably handle it a little bit worse. Now, once once it's a little bit of um, a little bit of time invested in that, 
I feel like men, like like Kev alluded to earlier, like men act like they ain't got feelings. We're not really blah blah blah. Like stuff don't bother us. Nah, fuck that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we 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 take shit to heart and like we think about the same shit y'all think about. Like no real shit. Like yo, know, like if we break up or something don't happen and you end up with a new, that's a win for me. I do keep track. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we take that shit into consideration. So like yeah, that would be my the short answer would be um, initially I think men handle it better. Uh, after the fact, I think women handle it better. Because like, like Kevin said, when we broke up, niggas was going through it for however long it was. You know what I mean? Mine was, luckily, it, was, it wasn't that long. But yeah, niggas was going through it. So go ahead. Yeah, I think that for real, I, I think it just depends on what kind of rejection we're talking about. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because like, like I, and I think like it's, it's really similar. You know what I'm saying? Because women are emotional and they handle rejection in their own way. They might be more out about it and then they feelings about it but a guy yeah we tend to get petty about the shit you know what i'm saying like 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 yeah if it hurts we men so we can't really let it show like that you know what i'm saying that you really got up under our skin you know what i'm saying like most men if they get rejected from a they try to highlight a chick it might be like all right fuck you bitch you know what i'm saying whatever or in your head you might be like i'm gonna fuck with that bitch's problem like i'm, I'm all that you know what i'm saying like i am that motherfucker what the fuck is wrong with her who out there is better you know what, right, what i'm saying right. like like that's how we might take it but a female might be more emotional about this kind of thing it's how I view it only because, like, uh, all the females that I know, like, when I see them get rejected, whether it be in a relationship or just from some nigga that they thought, you know, was liking them or whatever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how it come off. But for me, like, yo, it's like one of them things where I feel like, yo, like, when I was younger, I went through that. Like, I used to holler at chicks just to get the yes or no's or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it was like, that's how you that's how you built up your stamina. That's how you built up your resistance for it. So for me, the rejection is nothing. I think that people should just be happy. Like, no, I, if I'm trying to holler at you and you knew, I might not understand it. Like I said, like, what the fuck you mean though? Like, I don't understand that. Like, it, like I felt the energy. For real, you want me. You need me. For, like, like, for real, let's be real about this shit. <laughs> but, if that if it didn't work out, it just didn't work out. You know what I'm saying? So like at the end of the day, like I just feel like yo, like I don't have any feelings towards it, so I can deal with a rejection. Like it's right. just part of life. You know what I mean? But most men. Yeah, I agree. I'm not going to belabor the point. Like I think, like what the fellow said is true. Like initially, that quick whatever, because we're kind of used to having to to kind of go for it a little bit more. At least you know that's what we think. So I agree with that. Uh, next question: Does your significant other have the right? The right to know the passcode to your cell phone, laptop, etc. Next question. <laughs> <laughs> Not even dignify that with a response. Huh? Listen, the right time. You have the right. So, short answer fuck no. Hell no. You don't have the right to do anything. Like, yo, like, don't get me wrong. I do believe in it's got to be free-flowing trust and blah, blah, blah. And if I ask you a question, you ask me a question, like, it should get answered. I do believe that. I also believe that every person needs a level of privacy. Yeah. Like, and for, for whatever reason. Like, and it may it may even be a point. It may just be the point that, like, yo, just ask me first. And You know what I mean? And I may be like, here, you can see. But don't just assume that, like, yo, for one I'm a man, I'm not your child. You know what I mean? So like I don't and, and, and vice versa. Like you're a woman. I'm you're not my child. Like I didn't I well in, in some cases we could be paying for your bill, but regardless, regardless of what it is, like it's your phone. Yeah. Just like it's your social media page. You can post whatever you want. You know what I mean? Like it's yours. Like I feel like I feel like you, there's a little bit of a well yeah. yeah it's I, a gray area with that one. I hear listen, I hear there's a <laughs> Scratch that one yeah, for the right. Don't yeah. post whatever. We're not going to go on social media, <laughs> right? Right. But yeah, but nah, nah. I feel like yeah, like I feel like um, uh, phones and and passwords and when it comes to all that, like yeah, like nah. Just like, I think it comes with bank accounts too. 
you should always have your personal bank account that I don't need access to. Like, I feel like you should have that. Like, I hear, like, you see on movies and I hear in some cases in real life where they don't have their own personal join and they got to go to the joint account or ask someone, whether it's a guy after a woman or a man after for money. Fuck no. Like, you need to have your own shit. Yeah. So, so that's my stance on it. And like I said, it's not to say that if you ask me to see something that I'm just going to be like, no. You know what I mean? Like, don't ask it when you're giving me the third degree about something because now I feel like you're just trying to interrogate me. But I'm just saying, like, on some humble shit, like, yeah, whatever. But yeah, nah. nah the rights? No. Nah. Nah, I, I agree. I mean, basically the way to approach it is like, if, if you ask, if you need to see it, or if I need you to do something with my phone, like, whatever. If it just right. comes, like, uh, organically, sure. But, like, you just having access to all my shit at all times, like, nah, that, that's not going to fly. So, I'm, I'm not signing up for that. No way, no how. Yeah, I mean, I, listen, I, like I said, I'm in a long-term relationship. And I've done fucked up so much that I, yeah, she, she has my <laughs> past goals. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's, there's, no, there's no way around it. But even with her having my passport, she still doesn't like the fact that my phone is, it, it might always be with me. I don't have anything to hide. But the bottom line is that, yo, like, you have my passport. If you really, really want to see my phone, just right. ask me for it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, I've given up the passport, but I'm not giving up. You know, I just think that, Every relationship is different. You know what I'm saying? For yeah. me, like, it had to come to that point. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I gave in just because, like, I don't feel like I've given up any of my manhood giving you that because if you ain't got nothing to hide, then it just is what the fuck it is. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, like, we shouldn't be in debate about how much I have my phone in my hand or whatever. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you want it, ask for it and you can have it. You got the passcode. You know what I'm saying? So Just quick on that. It's funny because I've had that, that problem in the past. And it's funny because... And this is going to be something that some people probably feel like is disgusting, it's too nasty, blah, 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 whatever it is. But, uh, yeah. So, like, I've had that come up to me, too. Like, you always got your phone with you. One, it's my phone. I can have it wherever I want. But two, like, this is the age we live in. We're always on our phones, whether it's someone you're on social media, whether you check a fancy football, whether you're texting a group chat, whatever it is, you we do have it on our hand. But the, the funny thing is, is that this, this is the shit that kills me, right? So, in the past, I had a chick ask me, like, so, why are you even taking your phone in the bathroom with you? And I'm like, and so, and, and to me, like, so to her, it was like, that's being shady. I'm like, but when you're not here and you call me and I'm in the bathroom with my phone, like, this is not, like, special behavior that I do when you're here. I said, you call, you make jokes about me being in the bathroom with my phone. Like, this is what I do. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not special because you're here. Like, and you, and you recognize that because... You've called or texted several times, and I'm in the bathroom. So, like, don't make it a thing when it's not a thing. Yeah, we'll go ahead. All right, on, man. Next question. When, well, actually, it's a statement, so we'll see. Um, but then a question I've been. Women are clearly better cheaters. Agree? Let me start. Let me start with that one. <laughs> yeah, I agree because men don't cheat. All right, anyone next? Listen, I got no more to say. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, can communicating how you feel come across as nagging? Uh, yes. If you do it repeatedly, sure. <laughs> 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 so I'm telling y'all, Rich got the blueprint right now. This thing is heating up. I don't need to hear it multiple times. Yeah, just say what you feel, uh, say what you mean, mean what you say, and just don't keep doing it over and over again. Like, yeah, that's what an ad is. Listen, yeah. I hate that, yo. I hate when they fucking go behind and try to hide behind that shield of I'm just expressing my feelings. Like, fuck. Hey, bitch, you nagging me. You know what I'm saying? Shut the fuck up. Like, yo, like, like, yes. The, the answer is yes. Richie, that was perfect. Man. Right. I mean, I mean, just think about this. Like, from my perspective, if you ask me a question or tell me to do something or ask me to do something, like, if you ask it again, 
it's a nag. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's almost like, think about it like this. Think, about, And I know you women can relate to this, right? You give a guy your number for the first time, and he blows you up. He's fucking nagging you. You're like, yo, when you see the missed call, I got you called. I got it. Yeah. So when you ask me a question, especially if I answer you, if you ask me a question and I answer you, and then you come and try to spin it to come around and ask it again, and then, and then I answer it. And then you come back again, like, yes, you're nagging. That is what a nag is. Like, I don't know other, any other definition. Like, the funny thing is, is that through, like, the history of men and women relationships, this is always a question. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, real shit. Like, and the thing is, is, like, when I'm not even acting like men don't nag. Like, but you recognize it when it happens to you. So recognize it when you do it to us. Yeah, Let's go. Let's move on. They don't care. Right. Uh, is it wrong to have your significant other's friend's contact info in your phone? Example, your boy's number in your girl's phone. Rich, have you ever had one of my uh, chick's phone number in your phone? No. So there's your answer. Like, no. I, like what for? Like, like I'll say this. I will say this. Like, we're getting grown. Group functions happen. You want to do blah, blah, blah. Like, I've had situations where uh, my chick may have asked for an email to do something, blah, blah, blah. Like, Yo, I understand. Do those things. Cool. No. Don't have the contact in your phone. There's no need for you to be like, um, I mean, definitely don't use it. I mean, like, <laughs> if you had it, let's say, let's say, let's say you had it. And, and for emergency purposes or for, for whatever reason. Like, but there's never a situation where you just be like, I mean, you can't, don't hit him up and be like, yo, is Derek over there? Don't do that. <laughs> and, and, don't, and don't hit him up on some... Hey, what's up? I haven't heard from y'all in a while. Like, no, 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 absolutely not. Yo, on some real live shit, me and Kev are like brothers. Like, we never call each other's chicks on some humbug shit. Like, no. There's no need to. I, look, I feel like we live in an age where if if someone's significant other, uh, one of my friends, had to reach me, had to find a way, there's going, they'll find a way. Right. There's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's email, there's something, there will be a way to reach out but to just yeah there's no reason to have the phone number it just looks shady it's just it's just too many like nah I don't want to create any seeds of plant any seeds of doubt in anyone's head I'm not doing shit so and in fact like what I have noticed from from other friends and shit that they'll do like the chick might copy the boyfriend on the email like what for right. whatever reason they reaching out but it, like right. that's the way to do it like exactly. be respectful at all times don't cause no drama don't cause no rift between me and my boy only time I've been on text with uh, Kev's chick is, is when he was on it as a group text you know what I mean like I said we're, we're a little bit different we family but there's still I don't hit there's no reason to hit like if I got plans with them I, I, I hit Kev like you know what I mean like so so yeah dog cause I, I wasn't gonna say this earlier but fuck it like Cause if you do hit me looking for him, like I'm not gonna answer. I'm gonna hit him up. Like right. I'm not wasting your time. Like my friends come first. Real shit. Like real shit. Like I just don't understand like why this would be a yeah. So no, let's move on. Uh, let's see. <laughs> it, these women funny. These questions. Right. Is begging an effective tactic to keep to keep a man to stay? No, to make my ass run. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, the one thing I don't do is tears and begging. Like, that shit annoys the fuck out of me. Like, yo, like, I don't know how y'all feel about that shit because y'all gonna give y'all answers, but yo, like, don't beg and do not ever cry around me, yo, because that shit, I don't get sympathetic. It annoys me. It, like, makes my skin crawl. So, like, fuck out of here with the begging and fuck out of here with the tears, yo. I ain't got time. I mean, I'll let the tears roll. It is what it is. Like, depending on the situation. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. I want her to stop as quickly as possible. But yeah, begging, nah, that, that's out. 
Listen. Especially sorry, keep me? What no? Why would you beg? No. Right, right. In the situation of like tears on relationship, fine. But no, and so I'm trying to keep me shit. I'm gonna say like this. I'm weaker than Kev. I, I, I've, I've definitely fell for the tears in the face. Like, yo, I've definitely learned. Like, you know how you say, you try to be a, a grown-up about things, right? Because y'all, everybody listens to the podcast. Y'all know I'm a fan of the Fade to Black, right? Mm-hmm. The couple times that I did try to be a man and and do something in person or, you know what I mean? Like, no, you need to see me. No. No. You don't see it. Because, look, I do feel, so like, ultimately the answer is no. It does, it's not effective. It doesn't work. Because what happens is... I, I feel a way right there. I let you get your way right there because I want to get out of that situation. And then I go back home. I feel manipulated. And now I fade the black on you. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so it's not an effective tool. True. And uh, speaking of fade the black, what is the best way slash worst way to end a relationship? Well, that's the best and the worst right there. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I guess it depends on what... what um, as far as fade to black, I think it'd be terrible if you're on the receiving end of the fade to black because you're just lost in the sauce, man. You you tripping with no luggage, man. You just wondering what the fuck went wrong. You might think the person is hurting in a coma, so like you don't know what the fuck's going on. So I definitely that wouldn't be my approach to doing it. I mean, I don't know the best way other than to be honest. Like that's the best you, way. I mean, breaking up, someone's going to be hurt over the shit, like. But it doesn't help to. Stay in a relationship that you're not happy with, and you're only keep you're only there to keep the other person happy, because they're going to catch the wrath of that directly or indirectly. You're going to start fading away. You're going to start looking for shit elsewhere. So like, why why stay? So listen, man, I got I got the answer. I got the answer. <laughs> going. They're all the same thing. The best and the worst way are all the same. Fuck a family member or a friend. Jesus. Right? That's it. It's the best and it's the worst. All right? That's it. That's hey, it. why is it the best? Yeah. All right, let's, let's expand it's on Because you got new pussies. It's the best because, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you was really trying to be out of that relationship, you know what I'm saying? Like, you said the best way to break up. The best or the worst to break up. If you really trying to be out of that shit, there's no yeah, getting there's back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there you go. Okay. And then, okay. after that, you've, already, and you've divided the family already. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, listen, the friendship, the best friend. And it's over, you know what I'm saying? Oh, like shit. the best in the worst way. So like I guess it depends on what side you're looking at for best, you know what I'm saying? And it's definitely the worst way because like oh like you like you're not ne- she's never coming back to you, so you ain't got to worry about it, you know what I'm right. saying? All that shit is just dead in one spot. So yeah, I'm gonna take a little different stance <laughs> on that. Now listen, I hear him definitely if you wanna burn all bridges, then yeah. Um but yeah, now nah, real shit, the best way is probably one of the hardest ways. Because um, it's been tried and tried so many times. I've been successful a couple times, but like the best way is to make them want to break up with you. Like if you can, <laughs> if you can get them to break up with you, then that's the best way because it, they got to come up with the words to say it. You know what I mean? You can you can take it however you want. Blah blah. Move on. All right, cool. But yeah, the worst way. I was I will agree. And the worst way to do it is to fade the black. You know what I mean? Like that's just the worst. Like like. Yeah, like I like you said, like Rick said, I wouldn't want to do on the receiving end of it. And I've had some real shit, like some some cruel situations <laughs> where I faded the black and like that shit was like I'm talking about to somebody like I really really cared about like <laughs> yeah as he left yo shit was so rude when I think about this shit like that shit was just so bad hey, yo psychopath real good person man I just, <laughs> I just had to get out like I couldn't face the music but not nah, real shit. The best way, be honest, man. Be honest, especially if there's like kids involved or you're ma- or you're married. I think the worst thing you can do, and don't get me wrong, I'm definitely one of the people who feel like if you marry somebody, yeah, you need to make it work, right? But I'm also 
just as much of a person as we're too young to live a life miserable. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. if this can't work, you've exhausted all opportunities. There's no, you have no desire to make it work. You can't make it work. Whatever it is, like, get the fuck out. Like, and don't, don't procrastinate. Like, don't wait another year, another two years, another three years. Like, yo, be honest. Maybe even, if you think about it, maybe even being so honest and upfront with it might cause a reaction in that person that you didn't expect and be like, damn, well, maybe we can work this yeah. out. But yeah, you need to be upfront and like, Brutally, like not mean about it, but brutally honest. Like, yo, like, yo, I wanted to stay here. I want to do this. I want, but it's not working. I can't. I don't know what to do. I don't know who I am right now. I just, I gotta go. Like, for my sanity, I gotta go. Like, you, you might awaken something. You know what I mean? But do that shit and don't wait. Like, because what's going to happen is, I, I realize this is like when you've made up your mind that this shit can't work. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You can definitely stay in that shit for another five years if you want it. <laughs> but it's ultimately not going to work and you just wasted fucking five years. You know what I mean? So, like, if you get to that point, do that shit. Like, it's going to be hard. Yo, I don't care. Wake up in the morning, get out the shower, like, babe, we got to talk. Or, or come home from work, like, nah, this guy. You know what I mean? Because, yo. Yeah, definitely you, do it after work. Don't fuck up my dad. Right, right, right. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you, you, yo, real shit, like, because you go to a job that you probably don't want to go to, you know what I mean, you got to deal with the bullshit at work, then you got to deal with the bullshit at home, like, yo, if you, like, real shit, like, I, I love when work hours are, are done, just because I can, like, enjoy the, my time and weekends, blah, blah, but if you're in a relationship where you live with somebody, and it's just as painful as work, get the fuck out, man, we too young for that shit, man, and if you're a girl, yo, get your good years back, man, you got you know, don't get all wrinkled and fucked up, man, because n- niggas, we shallow, yo, I just want to let you know that, Okay. Um, <laughs> when your significant other cheats and get gets caught, who do you confront, the cheater or the cheaty? It depends who the, the cheaty is. Um, if I know the nigga, they both get confronted. Otherwise, it's just her. Like I'm whatever. Yeah. Unless he's trying to get bad and like insert himself in the situation and he can catch these hands. But other than that, I'm gonna confront my woman. Like whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm real. I'm on, I'm on that too. Like um, part of it probably being pride. Like. And then the nigga ain't gonna let me see me sweat. But like, if it's somebody I don't know and he's yeah. still violated, but like, say like he was in my house or something, like you know what I mean? Like, nah, they <laughs> they both getting confronted. But nah, definitely the cheater. Like, it's not like I I definitely am not going to confront the cheaty and then try to still be trying to work shit out over here. Like, it's no that's just stupid. Like, your your person is the one who fucked this shit up. Like, nah, that's the one that catch his hands, but. Right on. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm saying the same thing because that's just bullshit. Like, who, why am I gonna go confront him? That's correct. Right. You gave the pussy up to him. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying, like, <laughs> like he may have wanted it. You know what I'm saying? And the disrespect is there because you know, if you know you, you she with somebody, then that's his job. But that's what a man's gonna do. <laughs> so the minute you decided with your own brain and your own pussy to get that shit up, then fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Like, and offer just some GP. If I if I run into that nigga, yeah, it's on site. You know what I'm saying? But but I'm not Absolutely. gonna go seek him out because he didn't fucking do. Anything but what he's supposed to. So right. fuck it, you know what I mean? That's, I mean, that's his man. That look, man was put on here to get puss like yeah, you gave it to him. We understand. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, would would you ever tell a significant other you want to cheat on them? No. <laughs> I don't know why I would tell you that I want to cheat on you. I, I would just do it. But again, men don't cheat, so yeah, yeah, nah, absolutely not. All right, next question. Uh, have you ever stayed with a woman out of comfort? Sure, I think relationships sometimes like look. We've all broken up with somebody, and you probably don't break up the first time you think about breaking up. So, 
there is a familiarity that comes with relationships, and the evil that you know is is better than the one that you don't know. Like that's the old saying, and it, and it's true. Like you know what her issues are or what his issues are, so you just kind of deal with somebody. But I mean, eventually that shit's gonna break. But I try, like you know, you try to stay, try to make sure it ain't just something like you're not just having a bad day. You know, what I mean, make sure it's just not whatever that like, you're in your feelings. But yeah, it happens. It, it's happened multiple times, like you know. But eventually you break out of that shit. Yeah, I agree. I got nothing. I got nothing to add. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much it. Yeah, I mean everybody's done it. So, mm-hmm. how do you deal with with a uh, selfish lover? I I think this one is um is two. I give two answers. One, if you're in a relationship with somebody, this needs to be confronted ASAP. Um and 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 talked about and acted upon ASAP, or we're not compatible. Actually, we gotta go. Um. If it's just a slide, like if it's just somebody who, like, you know, what I mean, y'all just sex him, like, case in point, I, you know, what I mean, like, if you, I had a situation where, like, chick was just mad stuff, like, she just wanted to to lay there and me touch her and do whatever, blah blah. I take that upon myself to be like, all right, I'm gonna do whatever I want. You know what I mean? Like, you be selfish. Like, her her thing was being selfish. Like, yo, I just wanna lay here and you do whatever. I'm gonna do whatever. You know what I mean? Like. And and so I just got out of it. like it was just a, it was like a game to me like all right well what's she gonna let me get off next like that that's how I I, I looked at it yeah I mean yeah I don't have anything for that <laughs> <laughs> but I definitely think that if you have if you're in a relationship with somebody like you you can't you, there's no such thing like you can't it be can't work you, you can't be I mean like and even if there's like like. I feel like there's levels to selfishness like so like it, I guess it would depend on how selfish they are like. Like are they are they at least giving you like let's just say like they they can't last but five minutes you know what I mean and they don't try to do anything better but they like they know that and they go give you they eat the puss real good so, to make sure you get off like I mean that's that's a, a different level you know what I mean like you could be nice about it, approach it like we gotta work on this other end whatever or vice versa like he's not gonna eat your puss but he's giving you three orgasms like I, I mean it's different you know what I mean so I, I think but if you just like. Out for himself, or she's just out for herself. Like, nah, this got to be addressed, or we can't be. Yeah, I just, I mean, I said I had nothing on it, but it's just it. it the point is that for me, I, I didn't have anything on it because I feel like I'm that dude that always makes a chick become selfish. Like, you know, when you courting somebody, when you going to to get to like this person and whatever, they you get you share at least we I do. Yeah, I mean, I get to know the stories. You know what I'm saying? I want to know some shit that happened before to see what kind of freak level you want. You know what I'm saying? Like, I need to know something about it. So, for me, I always do some investigation and I hear things. So, then, it always is crazy to me when I get with these chicks. And then, because of the level that that I perform at, they stop doing the things that I heard they were doing before. (laughs) It's not even like they stop doing the things, but it's just like... It, it stopped becoming an interactive sport. You know what I'm saying? Because I view sex as an interactive sport. So, like, the selfishness comes in towards me. And I feel like, yo, like, like I'm doing too much. So, now I got to stop. So, on the, on the selfish tip, like, I wouldn't put up with it. Because as soon as it happens, I'll, I'll give you three times. You know what I'm saying? As soon as the interactive shit stops and you're just sitting back taking orgasms and shit. And then you're telling me how much you love it. And it's like... But you forgot, you know what I'm saying? Like, to to get me off the same way I'm getting you off, then nah. Then, like, I'm letting you know. And if you don't fix it, then I got to go to plan B, you know what I mean? True, true. Might as well. Next question. Is there anything you can do to avoid getting cheated on? <laughs> no. 
Or maybe How you going through that? Nah, nah, there's no reason. Like, I mean, there's. I do think, listen, I do think you have to be a good partner to your partner, but yeah. no, like if, if you can still be a good partner and get cheated on. Right. So there's nothing you can do to avoid getting cheated on. Like, right. If he or she it. wants to cheat or, or it's, it's going to happen. So like you can be the greatest person in the world, but I will say this. I do think that if you're a fuck boy or a fuck girl, like you can increase your odds. Like, I do, <laughs> I do think that, but like. There's really nothing you can do this to avoid it. You know what I mean? I mean, the only thing you can really do is have the best pussy ever <laughs> and stalk your man 24-7. Make sure he, he any, anywhere he is, like, you, you're there as well. You know what I'm saying? And then, because the pussy's so good, that nigga never wants to leave you or that chick never wants to leave you because the dick's so good. And that's the only way you can stop it because if you're not there 24-7, like, there's no way in the world you can stop that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's just no, You never know what's in the hearts of men. So, fuck it. <laughs> Uh, next question. Right. <laughs> Is it acceptable for your ex to still reach out to your family and friends? Absolutely not. Once we're through, we're through. Get the fuck gone. You don't know. There's no ties. Bye. Because <laughs> <it's different. laughs> All right. Next question. Uh, does the guy have a right to be mad if you date his friend after he broke up with you? Uh, also, he is currently dating your friend. Damn, what the y'all just swap? Right, right. <laughs> if he's dating your friend, in theory, no, he can't be mad. But the the question mark stopped before the also he's currently dating your friend. So um, he absolutely has a right for you to be mad to be mad if you broke up. If you if you broke up with you and you start dating his friend, like nah, like fuck that, like not my friend, like. I mean, this one thing, acquaintance, like, I know somebody, like, yo, you went to high school with a lot of people, like, you can you can bounce into somebody who I knew, but, like, my friend, like, yo, yeah, not my friend, yeah, nah, not, not my friend, and vice versa, like, I don't think that a guy can, can do that either, like, you know what I mean, like, not your friend, like, not your friend, though. It's kind of foul. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'll never know. I don't have friends. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's true. Right, right. All right, uh, could a relationship work after someone is caught cheating when there are kids involved? Sure. Depending on how hard you want to work on it. Like, say it again. Say it again. Could a relationship work after someone is called cheating when there are kids involved? Uh-huh. Yeah, I still could, I still say yes. I mean, it all depends. Like, I don't begrudge anybody that wants to uh, forgive someone that cheated on them. Right. Like, ultimately, your happiness is your happiness. If that's who you want to be with and that's you're willing to forgive them, that's fine. I do believe people deserve second chances. I'm not so willing to give a second chance off that type of transgression, but again, I'm not judging anybody who does it. So, kids, no kids, whatever. Like, if that's if someone fucked up, people fuck up every day, man. Like, you want to forgive them? That that's on you. Yeah, I mean, that's what make most people stay because of the kids, regardless. You know, what I mean, like that's that's what happens most of the time. Like they'll stay because their kids involved. You know what I mean? But at the same time, just like Rich said, like. I mean, I've been in situations with that. So it's like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? If you want to be happy and that, that's the person that makes you happy beyond that, it's a bunch of fuck people out here. Like, no matter where you go, somebody's probably going to cheat on you. Like, you know what I mean? It just is what it is. It's the reality of life, which y'all don't accept. I can see the looks on y'all faces, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, in most relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like, somebody's probably cheated, you know what I mean? In every relationship. So, like, you know what I mean? If you're just going to not be with anybody, then I guess you got a chance. But, like, definitely kids ain't the reason for it. But if, if that person makes you happy, go for it. Yeah, I kind of second that. Like, I feel like, yeah, like, no, you're never wrong for trying to fight for something that you that you want to to work. You know what I mean? Like, 
And it, like I've seen multiple relationships happen where someone got cheated on and they end up having great successful lives together. You know what I mean? Like it's very possible. Like and, and like you said, especially if you're married, like I definitely don't condemn you for trying to make it work. And to Kevin made a point in one of these other shows, like like especially if it's just sex, like I, I can get how people can or maybe it wasn't Kevin, or maybe it was a Joe Button podcast actually. He was saying like um like just the physical act like that that is not what you can't get over. You know what I mean? Like you can get over a, a, someone being physical with somebody, blah, blah blah. Like so, I definitely feel like if you want to work it out and you and and it's possible and and you're getting what you need from that person, then yeah, you can definitely work it out. Like and kids, yeah, like that's added um, reasoning incentive, yeah, to uh, to work it out. True. Uh, I don't know if I agree with this, but why do some men? I guess they put some, so we'll let them slide. Why do some men stop putting in effort? After they get the girl, I don't know. Um, I mean, like I said, <laughs> she wore them down, right? <laughs> yeah, like I, I guess I feel like there is definitely a level of like, um, um, like complacency or 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 just um comfort that you get. You know what I mean? Like, so um, I don't know if, if stop putting in any effort is is accurate. You know what I mean? Like, but. Yeah, I guess the the reason for whenever it happens is just a level of comfort and, and complacency, or or you letting me chill, or 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 vice versa. Like you know what I mean? Like that's simple. Yeah, the girl is gone. Yeah, after we bust that first nut, it's over. Like, yeah, like, like, like listen, if I still like you after that first nut, then you got a chance. But like nothing's gonna be the same. Just like that, like like women. That insertion, that first insertion that we give y'all, when that dick first goes into that <laughs> pussy, right? <laughs> It probably never felt better than that first insertion until you bust. You know what I'm saying? So, like, all I'm saying is that's the same thing when a man meets a woman. Like, we not going to try as hard because we just can't. Like, that, we not getting that initial excitement back. Like, when we first saw that ass, that face, that body, whatever. Like, we're never getting that back. You know what I'm saying? Now that we're with it and we done experienced it, it's like... All right, like Listen. you're not new no more. You know what right. I'm saying? You were a kid once. You played with a toy. That shit got old after you played with it a couple fucking times. Like it is what it is. I feel like me and Rich gave PC answers and Kevs just laid it out, man. He came with it. Look, I'll say two things and we'll move on. Look, Holly Berry been married like three times. Right? That's one. And the wise words of uh, famous Joe Button: For every bad chick, there's a dude tired of fucking her, man. All right, that's, that's his life, man. So let's move on. Uh, how do you know she's the one? Hmm, this is a good one. Um, the one piece of it, it's funny. I always, I've not said this in prior pods, but the one thing my mom said, and I kind of, it kind of stuck with me all throughout these years. Like, you should always feel something when you see that girl, right? And that's how I've kind of like gauged my relationships. Like, if I still feel something, like just anything when I see her, when she enters a room, when whatever, like. So, and there's been girls that I don't feel shit for. Really that, you you know, feel disgust. Nah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> as long as you, anything, but nah. I, so, anytime, like, I felt something and feel like, yeah, I could I could see this. I like everything about her. And I still feel something when I see her every time I see her. Like, that's kind of what I've been going off of. Yeah. Nah, you go ahead. Yeah, just, just piggybacking off of that. Like, I feel, I feel the same. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I, like it, it's not something that you can, like, quantify or gauge you know what I mean it's definitely like the feeling that you get from that person but like I guess to coincide with that like with me like I know that I'm extra like I know that there's a whatever you know what I mean like and, and, and for someone who can you know what I mean see that and 
and but still recognize that nah, he's still that nigga. Like he's a little extra, but he's that nigga, and I want to be there for him. I want to ride for him. I want to blah, blah blah. Like you can see the energy that other people are giving off to you. You know what I mean? Like and that in itself be attractive too. So like you know what I mean? Like I definitely gotta have that 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 feel that urge. Like real shit. If <laughs> I know this is this sounds petty, but like if I don't want if you're like you're within arms reaching me and I don't want to grab your butt like. Uh, <laughs> Damn. Uh, if you don't care to be bothered, yeah, uh, she might not be the one. You know what I mean? Like real shit. Like I don't care. Like we'd be laying on the couch, we'd be whatever. I walk by you in the kitchen. Like if I don't just brush up on your butt, like yeah, take the hint. Do me a favor, break up with me. True, <laughs> true. All right, next question. Uh, let's see. Would you rather have a girl who constantly checks up on you or gives you room to do you? Example, you're out with the fellas and she's blowing you up. I think we all agree that we want our There room. is never a scenario <laughs> yeah. where it's okay to blow someone up. Like unless unless you're trying to tell them, yo, you one of your relatives got in an accident. You know what I mean? Like there's never especially like if I'm with the you know I'm with the fellas, like chill, like chill and I'm not gonna do the same to you. Like real shit, nine times out of ten, like I've gotten in trouble in the past for like uh my girl texting me and being out with her friends and or I text her not knowing like she went to happy hour or something blah blah and she's like I'm with the friends oh my bad go ahead have your have fun no, damn you don't want to talk to me nah I'm, just, I'm saying like you out with your friends do your thing let me oh this is my time right right so like I, I, I give me the same courtesy like you know what I mean like chill yeah chill like don't definitely don't blow up like don't get me wrong I don't want you to be like. I don't give a fuck about this nigga. I don't care what he does, where he's at, ever, blah, blah, blah. Nah, and you can call whenever you want. Like, whenever I'm... You can text, you can call, blah, blah, blah. But the blowing part up, that's the part that I just don't get. Like, if I didn't answer the first three times, what makes you think I'm going to answer the next six? Like, don't blow me up. Like, never. Yeah. Next question. Uh, Is it wrong if a girl slash significant other wants to know your whereabouts all the time? I don't want to read the example. Yeah, you don't need to know, like, all the time. It's funny, man. Like, I've had situations where, like, I've had exes that just want to know everything. Not even to, like, pop up on me and no shit, but just want to know. It's like, you don't need to know everything all the time, man. Just, uh, like, know what I tell you, man. Like, I keep it straightforward. Like, I'm not being shady. Like, I answer your questions, but I I don't know. I think where it fucks up with me is, like, don't. Don't let anything sound like an interrogation. Like I, 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 I clam up quick when I feel like I'm being interrogated. Especially since I feel like I'm a pretty open person. Like you know what I mean. Like so, in conversation, shit's gonna come out. But like that person who needs to know your every move tends to to be that nagging person, even when they know where you're at. Like real shit. Like nothing will nothing grinds me up more. I understand people forget, but like we do this podcast every 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 Tuesday, going on over a year now. You know what I mean? Like. Don't let it be Tuesday night and you ask me where you at or where you going. Like what the fuck? Like you know, like now you you just like so yeah. I, I just feel like that you definitely don't need to know everything, not in that kind of fashion. But on the flip side of that, like I will tell you, like I'm I'm pretty open. Like you know, what I mean? if I'm going on Thursday, if we're going to watch the game, I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, I'm going to watch the game with the fellas now. If you gotta be like awesome, oh, who's gonna be there? Who blah blah blah? Like nah 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 nah. I just gave you and told you, and like I said, later on the conversation is probably gonna come out. Oh yeah, me and Jim was talking about such and such. Me and Rich was talking about such and such. Me and Kevin was talking about such and such. You know what I mean? Like it'll come out, so just yeah. let it come out. But yeah. like, yeah, like so. You need to know all that, right? It's not important to the story, man. So yeah. Uh, last couple, we'll kind of speed through this. Uh, how do you deal with being ignored? You don't. 
Yeah, I don't. If you <laughs> don't, if you if you and it's funny because I'm bad at this. Like, because if I if I get in the mood and I don't want to talk, like I could I could definitely like Petty. go off the grid. <laughs> and um, but if if you ignore me. Just know it's triggering me going off the grid, like you know what I mean. So yeah, don't what I listen. Double standard. I don't think it's a guy thing. I think it's just a Derek Petty thing. You know what I mean? Like I'm extra. Like I said, I, I am extra. But like if you ignore me or if I hit you up and I I, I try to uh, go out with you and you're not whatever, then chances are the next time you hit me up, I'm not gonna be available. Like it's just it's, it's no. Don't get me wrong. That that's for like not relationship stuff. Like if I'm in a relationship, like. The, the pay level is still there, but I'm not going to, like, if, if I ask you if you want to go out, but you're like, nah, I'm tired. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to go out with you next time. It just means that if you ignore me, like, if we if we're if we beef or if we didn't beef and you just got an attitude and you ignore me for an extended period of time, yeah, don't don't expect me to welcome you with open arms. Yeah, it's going to cost you. He's still working on me. <laughs> uh, how do you deal with, with your significant other's kids? Um... For me, I haven't really had to deal with that situation. I had, I've only dated one uh, woman that had a child, but I never met the kids, so I, I dodged that bullet. Yeah, man. I real shit, I think it's just a situation where if you want to date with somebody with kids, like, you got to accept it and fully accept it. Like I said, like, it's that thing, like, you got to commit yourself to, like, nah, like, this is this is the deal. You know what I mean? They're definitely a unit. I've, I've heard that retort uh, plenty of times in that and, and And the funny thing is, is that it may not have been like throughout my life. It may not have been the ideal situation for me to ever deal with somebody with kids. But like, I definitely understand it because when I was growing up in a single household, like me and my mom is tight as I don't know what. So if you ain't rocking with me, then you ain't rocking with her. You know what I mean? So, so, so I get it. So you you gotta take that. Yeah, I mean that's the only way about it. Like, I mean, as the only one on here with kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, I've been in every situation where like. You know, like, it's just one of them things. Like, you got to be with somebody who, who likes kids, and you got to like kids in order to be able to deal with it. Because right. I've been with people who really ain't had no aspirations to ever want kids or, you know what I'm saying, yeah. and they couldn't deal with that. So, I mean, like, I don't know. That's just, you just got to pick somebody who's equal to you. Right. All right. Uh, last few. Uh, at what point do you define the relationship? I thought we answered this one. Yeah, I think no. that, that came up in the last... Uh, last week, so we'll skip that one. Right on. And uh, this is a good one to end on. How important is it that you and your significant other have the same religion? Definitely, definitely. I, listen, I believe in God. I'm I'm a Christian man, so it's just like yo, like you got to be e- equally yoked, is what the the right. Bible says. It, it's what it teaches, and it's like it's for a reason. Because if you look out here, like you see a lot of people who just whether they you know are highly religious or whatever, you you can tell they're not on the same page. You know what I'm saying? And that's because like. I just feel like yeah, like if 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 you doing it under that, I don't know how to say it. Right. But if but if you're under the same religion and you believe in the same things, then you're gonna flow differently. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if you got one person over here and he's a he's a, he's into um he's a Muslim, you know what I mean? You got one person over here who's Christian, you always gonna clash. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's just certain things in the religion that just don't allow for certain things to to flow. Yeah, I agree because I feel like, and I've said this before, not specific to religion, but. I believe that we we my, me and my partner don't have to agree on everything or or think of it, but our core values need to be similar because that just creates for like some serious clashes. Like you think about it, like if your core values aren't the same, like you're gonna come into some shit. You know what I mean? Like especially right, especially talking about raising a kid. You know what I mean? So like it has to be. Now don't get me wrong. Like if you're just one of them, like if you're like like I'm not overly religious, but. I do take my belief in God serious, you know what I mean? Like, so 
like Kev said, like I think it would create a conflict. You know what I mean? Like in in creating a whole life of someone who would say like believed in uh, Hinduism or something. You know what I mean? Like I think it would create something. And 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 like and if you did, you would have to be willing to take on their tradition as they had to be yours. I just think it just creates a, a a bigger conflict. So I don't think I'm not going to say that I think it's impossible. I think it takes two really open minded people. But yeah, for me personally. I think that we need to be of the same core beliefs and one of those core beliefs being the same religion. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I agree with that. Like I like Saint said, I'm not super religious. I don't go to church regularly, but I certainly it would be you know, I pretty much grew up Christian, I guess, and uh, not I guess, but I grew up Christian, so to have someone of a certainly different uh religious belief would be an interesting experience to say the least. So I, I don't know that it would it would jive. So you got to be on the same level on some regards. So with that said, we're going to end it there. Again, we appreciate the listeners for listening uh, to Ron Lee Show, episode 77. Again, you know where to find us at uh, Teron underscore Lee on Twitter, Teron Lee Show on Instagram. Hit us up on email, kdrpodcast at gmail.com. Next week, we got a story to read, and we'll react to that. And if anybody else want to ask something, please email us. Uh, after that, let's, I guess that's it. Tell a friend, tell a friend. We'll catch y'all next week. Peace. I just want you to see this is me. So please accept me for who I am. And please accept me for what I do. I'm just doing everything that I can. Cause all I wanna be is true. So please accept me for who I am. And please accept me for what I do. Cause there's no me without you. And all I wanna be is true.